You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Burnout and Rust Out. Are you at risk? Have you been working from home, including supporting clients or teams through mental health issues over the last two years? Well, let's talk about some of the impacts that people in supporting roles may face, more specifically burnout and rust out. And the aim of this is for you to understand and identify these two elements that have the potential to impact your role as a leader, manager, mentor or coach or employee. This is the first in a series of conversations I'd like to have with you about understanding burnout and anxiety, mental health and how to recover and build resilience. They're such important topics because our working world has been turned upside down and it's invariably impacted our mental health. And let's face it, mental health underpins both personal and professional success. And if Australia is to recover as a nation, economically, socially, culturally, we really need to understand the risk factors that we face and do something about them. So let's talk about the background of this. Burnout, anxiety, depression, all of those things have been around for a long time, including rust out. But in the past two years, things have gotten worse. We've seen significant changes in both working conditions and the chaos that's ensued has led to mental health issues for both workers or employees and business owners. And it's not just about the change in work, it's the loss of income, it's the isolation, the loneliness, all of the uncertainty. If you're an employee or if you're a manager leading employees, or dealing with a lot of customers, then your role has invariably expanded to include dealing with other people's feelings and emotional challenges, heightened emotion in the workplace. If you're a business owner, and especially if you're in a coaching or counselling style business, it's been more than just business as usual for you. You've faced the multi-pronged challenge of running your own business while also supporting those clients emotionally through greater than normal mental health challenges related to lockdown, homeschooling, isolation, separation, loss of income, grief, and maybe depression and anxiety. And on top of it, we've all been dealing with our own emotional and situational challenges that could cause mental health issues like anxiety or burnout. So in simple terms, it's really difficult for you to support other people when your cup is empty. It's hard to be an effective listener, leader and coach if you're struggling with anxiety and overwhelm. It's hard to think clearly and make decisions and it's difficult to be effective if you've lost your sense of purpose and direction. So this is what burnout and rust out are essentially all about and it's important for you to understand what's going on and how to deal with things more effectively so you can thrive in spite of the circumstances. Let's talk more specifically now about burnout and rust out and their consequences. We all recognise the risks of burning out in some circumstances, but there is also the risk of something called rust out. Have you heard of that before? Let's dive in. At a simple level, we can describe burnout and rust out in terms of the number of challenges that you're facing versus the resources that you have available to meet the challenges. Let's look at burnout first. Burnout is where you're facing a lot of challenges, but you don't have many resources to cope. Consider the effect of the pandemic. A lot of people are dealing with more stress and grief and isolation above the norm or 
are in roles where there are high levels of physical or emotional demand. We've already talked a bit about people dealing with coaching clients, for example, facing more emotional demand, or mental health counsellors who are dealing with an increase in more emotionally challenged clients. Um, and then there are also businesses that seem to be doing well out of the pandemic. They're thriving. And yet at the same time, they might be working incredibly long hours and just struggling to keep up with the demand. So that's a different kind of way of looking at that sort of challenge. But in either case, having too much to cope with and not enough resources can lead to burnout. You can lose your energy and your ability to meet the demands and feel like you're slipping further behind. And that ends in overwhelming exhaustion, cynicism and detachment, a sense of ineffectiveness or could be imposter syndrome, lack of and a lack of accomplishment or professional efficacy. So all of those are hallmarks of burnout. Now let's compare that with the opposite, essentially, which is rust out. And that's where you're not facing many challenges at all and you've lost your motivation. Once again, consider this in the context of the pandemic. Maybe your work's dried up to the point that you have very little to do and you've started clock watching 10 o'clock in the morning. Or maybe your career prospects and sense of or opportunity for advancement have dwindled and you're just doing menial work, shuffling papers and attending endless meetings. What happens then? Well, you may become bored, disheartened, directionless. Your day feels monotonous and you might be developing a sense of dissatisfaction with your career. And in this situation, you're also at risk of anxiety, a sense of where is all this heading? Where am I going? What's it all about? or even worse, depression, or I should say just as bad, actually. So it's pretty clear that your ability to identify the risks and warning signs of either burnout or rust out means that you can adjust, course correct, and stay on top of your mental health, and maybe even thrive in spite of what's going on around you. Let's talk about some risk factors for burnout and rust out. Now, these conditions have been talked about for years before the pandemic, obviously, and there are a lot of studies around that talk about risk factors for burnout, and they mainly include gender, age, tenure, or how long you've been at a job, and the type of occupation that you have. But there aren't any specific set trends. One example is that if you're a woman, you're more likely to experience burnout as exhaustion and overwhelm. Whereas if you're a man, you're more likely to experience burnout as a sense of dissociation. That's not true across the board, though. It's only in specific industries. Generally, though, we know that those factors, gender, age, tenure and occupation, are foundational, I suppose, for burnout. What we're seeing at the moment is that burnout is affecting all industries, really, since the pandemic and it's also occurring on a larger scale like we've all been thrown into chaos i want to look at two specific examples frontline workers in the us and mining employees in western australia they're both quite different but i want to compare and contrast them just so that you can hear the similarities and differences as an example of those risk factors so a recent report by Microsoft summarised some interviews with 9,600 frontline workers in the US. 
And it reveals some really interesting results. On the one hand, they said that some workers experienced an increased sense of connection with their co-workers due to shared stress from the pandemic. You know what that's like. You go through a difficult thing together and it's a bonding experience. But also many people felt underappreciated by their supervisors and they also cited that a lack of communication with their supervisors had contributed to their burnout. And in fact, 51% of non-management position frontline workers said they didn't feel valued as employees and they wanted help to address physical exhaustion and mental health. 51% of non-management frontline workers did not feel valued. That's really significant. And whether that's about the type of job they're doing or the amount of work that they're doing, I haven't got that information at my fingertips, but it's pretty clear that the impact is significant for that sector. Now let's consider the mining industry in Western Australia. It's one of the biggest mining areas in Australia, could be the biggest. And I was looking at a pre-pandemic survey completed in 2018. So it's not in pandemic times like the Microsoft one, but it was a survey of fly-in, fly-out or FIFO workers as they're known. And already before the pandemic, it showed that a third of workers who were surveyed experienced high or very high feelings of anxiety and depression. And burnout was significantly higher for FIFO workers than the average population of the same demographic. What was interesting was that within the FIFO-based occupation, compared to all mining employees, the highest risk groups for burnout were males 30 to 34 and 40 to 44. Uh, and other factors that contributed to burnout included higher workload, high job demands, reduced engagement, and work-family conflict. So all of those things had a negative impact. Let's think about the consequences for a moment. This wasn't actually mentioned in the frontline survey uh, done by Microsoft, but it was mentioned in the mining survey and they said that burnout was found to be detrimental for safety compliance and it contributed to more accidents and unsafe behaviours. And that same thing could be relevant for frontline workers too, where safety and human health and lives are at the forefront. In mining, the most influential resources for burnout were social support, good leadership, a positive safety culture, good management skills, and reasonable job demands. So if we think about those two occupations, frontline hospital workers or medical workers and mining, it's clear that burnout is more than just about being the demands of the job or about your gender necessarily. It's about isolation, loneliness, your relationships, and whether or not you have supportive leadership. So there are some really important differences and similarities between different sectors. Whatever sector you're in, I encourage you to think about things that affect your ability to operate, your sense of burnout, or your ability to thrive. And I want to just 
talk briefly about managing or reducing burnout and rust out. Obviously, by knowing the risk factors, it's pretty easy to see what the solutions are. But I'm actually going to talk more about these things in future episodes. For now, though, I'd like to quote my colleague and friend David Carroll, who's a training and leadership consultant and has extensive experience in this area. He's also a naturopath and a coach. So Dave is looking at this from all angles. And he says, this is in regard to burnout particularly, it's really important to differentiate between regular work-related stress and the state of being burned out. Stress is usually temporary and easily overcome. Stress is usually short-lived or tied to a specific goal. And when the goal is accomplished, the stress usually goes away. And he's talking about healthy, constructive stress, of course. On the other hand, burnout is an extended period of stress, in other words, chronic stress, accompanied by emotional changes. Burnout is a long-lasting condition that may need the help of a professional to treat. Regular stress on its own is not harmful, but burnout is damaging to both the individual who feels the burnout and those involved in that individual's life. Developing your self-awareness and establishing coping mechanisms are the keys to building resilience, replenishing your energy reserves and regaining your passion and purpose in life. It's all about establishing a healthy mindset, body, relationships and personal tools. So just to wrap up this episode, which will be an ongoing conversation, the past two years of the pandemic have thrust change upon the way we work and they've exposed us to greater and more chronic stresses. Today we talked about how changes at work may add to intrinsic mental health risks at work and how they could result in burnout or rust out. And we talked about what those conditions are. Burnout is a situation of not having enough resources to cope with too many challenges, and it can lead to overwhelming exhaustion, feelings of cynicism and detachment, a sense of ineffectiveness, and a lack of accomplishment. In contrast, rust out is a situation where your work has diminished or become menial, or just become dissatisfying, you've outgrown it perhaps, and it results in a sense of boredom, monotony, and dissatisfaction that can lead to anxiety or depression. What we know from the research is that healthy relationships, supportive leadership and personal care are critical to resolving both of these conditions. And I look forward to diving into these topics in coming episodes. Thanks for listening today and I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.